right. Well, welcome to episode two of Comically Exposed with Heather and Gabby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Heather. Ta-da. We did that Yay. so well. Yay. <laughs> and so it's episode two, which means we are going to check in on the goals that we set out from episode one. And then we're going to also set some goals for this next couple weeks. Did I miss stuff? No, I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Keep it simple. Because <laughs> yeah. we can it's, complicate it. <laughs> we can. A thousand percent. Yeah. All right. Well, Heather, would you like to go first? How was um, the last couple of weeks? Uh, the last couple of weeks were productive. I didn't work on um, goals for myself, but I did work on goals for our group and working on a demo reel for our um, sketch fest. Yes. So, which eh. so appreciative of you for doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I basically taught myself two new programs and <laughs> created a demo reel in less than a week. So... <laughs> I am amazed that I did something that, no, no, I'm just kidding. Oh uh, no. I'm amazed that I was able to do something that actually turned out pretty good. So thanks to the talented people that I'm working with, you know, it's just for the listeners at home. This is a group that's Heather, myself and our friend, Susan, we've been writing sketch independently and talking to each other for the past couple of years. And so Susan and I are the actors of the group. And so we bombarded Heather with whatever nonsense videos we had. And a lot of them are of us doing live stuff, which means it's taped on like an iPhone, which means the audio is horrendous. And we were like, here you go, Heather, <laughs> take this turd and polish it and make it beautiful. And she did. So, and, and that's without using these programs before, right? Yeah, I've, I've never used, I mean, I'm using very powerful tools. I'm using Adobe software and I've, I've used Adobe software for graphic design and other things that I've, you know, like Illustrator, Photoshop, but I've never used Audition or Premiere Pro, <laughs> which was interesting because it was like diving into the ocean for the first time. If you've never swam before, <laughs> um, so the things I did was make a lot of mistakes and it was scary, but it was kind of fun to learn something new. And I don't know, like it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I don't know if I would do it for a career, <laughs> like, but to be able to stitch together something and make it look quality was pretty cool. I was like, Oh, look, look at me. I'm a pro, you know? So mm -hmm. there you go. <laughs> yeah and i think it's also really interesting just to tie it into our ocd because that's also part of our podcast i think it's interesting to do or try new things because i don't know about you but my ocd will scream for the first you know like 20 minutes of doing the new thing and be like you can't do this it's going to be the worst it's not going to have like whatever it is mm-hmm mm-hmm but then when you start to do the new thing, it's like, 
I, I don't know, for me, when I'm learning something new, the OCD is kind of like in the backseat, just muttering to itself. It's no longer, <laughs> you know, the passenger screaming directions at me. Yeah, for me, it's like the passenger's still screaming. It's just I don't <laughs> listen to the passenger anymore. So you're focused on something else. Yeah, it, you know, it's still there. I still catch myself every now and then, but but it doesn't disrupt my productivity of of getting it done and wanting to get it done. And I did had to I took breaks. That was the big thing was to actually walk away from some things because I could get to the point where I kind of over focus on things. Sure. Because over focusing can be a dangerous territory for me, or as some people like to call it, hyper focusing is that, but it's, it, it's when you think that you're doing something, but you're never getting to the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it can feel like torture. You know, yeah. like it's like in your stomach and, and every in your head, you know, it's like it feels like, you know, everything's wrong. I can't do it. Let's just start over. And and I did kind of have those feelings a few times, but then I just kind of let it go. And I went, you know what? This is what it is. It's not perfect. It's not great. There are things that I've learned <laughs> mm-hmm. from the process of what I would do and what I wouldn't do. But... But not, you know, not a lot to like warrant to not do it again, I guess. You know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, apparently people make movies with this program and I'm like, oh, yeah, I made a 15 minute video. Uh (laughs) It took me a couple days. Uh Yeah, but again, a couple days from like never using it before. Yeah, which I'm supposed to because as soon as I open the program up, I'm supposed to be an expert. Yeah, obviously. But it, I mm-hmm. think like now, if you did want to do a movie or another 15 minute reel, I think yeah. it would take you way less time because you've, you've put yourself through all the paces. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that vote of confidence, but truly the, the demo looks good. The audio is as good as it can possibly be. Because like I said, I mean, the audio that we gave to Heather, it just was like a couple shows that sound like this. And from that, she made it like dialogue that you could kind of understand, which is very impressive. So yeah. Heather, fabulous job on this last thing. Thank you so much for doing something that was for the group. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're going to be doing next? I have a few things that I want to do next. One focus is actually getting this podcast out into the world. And because I think it's important for us to be able to share what we're doing, whether or not people are listening. And the other part is I'm going to get back to my, to my audio podcast or fictional storytelling podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, since it's it's been long enough now that I've given it a little bit of space, which I think is a good thing because you can Mm -hmm. get to a point of like digging into a story, whether or not you have OCD or anxiety, you can dig into a story and then just kind of get lost in the point. Like, what was the point again? (laughs) And I feel like that now is a good time to come back to it and just kind of like write it out and finish a draft. 
And so that's that's my main focus this time, especially since we now have a lull from waiting for Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. I need something else to do to focus on. So that's my main focus. I think that's great. Yeah. I, for two reasons. One, I love that we're going to put our podcast out into the world and all that stuff. But again, mm-hmm. that's like a group goal. So I'm yes. also very excited for you to do a Heather focused goal, which oh, is, yeah. yeah. Getting the, something out there. Uh, your narrative podcast. Is that what we're calling it? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm a good listener, but obviously not. So <laughs> it's a fictional audio series. Oh, which just slips off the tongue. Fictional yes. audio series, otherwise known as a FAS, an FAS. Is that a form? What? I don't know. Anyway, it sounds like <laughs> a federal form. FAS. Oh, well, it sounds like a FAFSA or FAFSA, you know, the. Yeah, FAFSA, like FAFSA. school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good tangent. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you need an acronym? Call yeah. Gabby. That's right. I can figure <laughs> out letters sometimes. Yeah. So if I could just bring the podcast back to me. I'm going to ask the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Please continue. So Gabby, what did you work on? <laughs> <laughs> so much for asking and totally unlike prompted slash bullied into by me what did I work on (laughs) so last week I went and visited our friend Susan up in Calgary it was amazing we did so much stuff but the main thing that is important is I tried stand up for the very first time Um, yay and lived lived I guess is the bit, the main point because we talked about it a little bit last time. I wanted to be a stand-up comic since I first saw stand-up comedy. And so that dream felt too precious to ever actually go for. And so, I don't know, breaking the seal, I guess, and doing the first stand-up set was like important because, you know, whether I bombed or whether I immediately got a Netflix special, which I assumed was what was going to happen in the basement <laughs> of Either a pub or. in yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Yes. I was yes. like, you know, who's hanging out here is network executives during a strike. So, yeah, but it did go OK. And I have it for us to watch. And I was just thinking... We could watch it now. I haven't been able to watch it with sound, but I did watch it on mute. And I'll tell you, I I didn't vomit on myself. So that seems like that went well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, about that's my that's the Gabby meter yeah. for whether mm-hmm. or not she can deal with stuff is the level of vomit mm-hmm. that she produces. Yes. It's- Just so the audience is aware. Yeah, you know, we we laugh about it, but that is truly (sighs) it of it. (laughs) 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 All right. Oh my god. Mm 
It's so good. Let's see, stop sharing. There we go. Okay. So you did it. <laughs> it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Thank okay. You. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you feel about it? <laughs> uh, it was the first time I've listened to, you know, with sound. My judgmental side is out in force, you know? I, I, I feel a little lump like in my throat or chest or whatever, but it wasn't the worst. How about that? What a rousingly good thing to say. It wasn't. The worst. <laughs> Actually, that is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. I mean, for your first ever stand up, mm-hmm. you like you literally stood in front of the group, however big the crowd was, you know, mm-hmm. a million people. You know, four wow. people. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> but you did it. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, like that is like not a lot of people can say they've done that before. And I really appreciate that. Yes, I really appreciate you saying that. One of the comics at the end came up to me and said that I had really good timing, which was cool. Oh, and, you know, I got some applause at the end. And then Tara, the host, went up and she was like, oh, so Gabby, how many times have you done stand up before? And I was like, oh, that's my first time. And everybody applauded. So that felt really good. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to do it again. And there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I could say right a whole lot less. I could say so a whole lot less. I could actually have kind of structured the story more. I thought it was a little confusing when it was like at Burning Man versus like in present day or whatnot. So, but that's cool because I'm actually excited to tell the story again only better tighter (laughs) well i think i think we all can get better and tighter but i think for the moment what we see in front of us is a really good start to something very interesting you know not a lot of people can say that they've stood up held themselves without crumbling and told a coherent stand-up set (laughs) because it was because you kind of saw the pieces you know and in comedy, that's that's like the most important part, because if you have no content in yes. comedy, <laughs> then you yes. have nothing. I mean, then it's all just fart jokes and, <laughs> you know, and other things like that. And so which is not a bad thing, because I love fart jokes. But but having that kind of personal content is, I mean, at least for me, is always interesting when a stand up comedian, you know, kind of like bears themselves a little bit. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it was, you know, I don't know if it's more of like an alt comedy or like I'm used to more narratives. I'm used to more of like what you were saying, like more of the personal stuff. And that open mic night, open mic night was a ton of just like set up joke, set up joke, set up joke of like most of the other comedians. Mm -hmm. So yeah and also you laughed at some stuff what (laughs) no but i was gonna say i i mean i enjoyed myself i was thinking like you know on the in the lines of mike berbigula Mm -hmm. as the kind of like kind of narrative you know story where you're interweaving i you know i don't know if this is this is my inner like brain thinking about how to structure this more as you were talking about but we don't need to say that recorded 
I mean, oh yeah, no, I you know the thing was like leading up to the stand up, I had told Susan like, oh, I want like an hour or two. I don't know if I've got specific, but to like write down some notes for the stand up tonight, and then we just mm-hmm. kept running out of time and doing all this other stuff. Which, which I was on board for. Like, I could have said, like, no, that's it. Stop. I need an hour, and I'm going to write notes. But I was really enjoying myself doing other stuff. So I didn't write down anything. And I do think that it would have, the performance would have been better had I had a structure. But that's okay, because that's what I want to do the next time I perform it. And it, there's an open mic night at the last Sundays out here that's for women and queer folk mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I think this would be you know a place where I could do it and it's in a month I think you have to give yourself more credit because I think your years of improv helped you and I think that that's a good thing because not a lot of stand-up comedians can come on stage and be ready for anything to happen <laughs> I'm not a stand-up comedian Yet. But I am not yet. And an improv is not my forte. Favorite. However, yeah. it's not my favorite. It It is my favorite to watch is my, mm-hmm. I totally envy people who have <laughs> this ability to like do this. I may return back to the stage to try to do it. But anyway, yeah. this is not about me. Where am mm-hmm. I going? <laughs> um, my going was, is that I think with your improv talents that you're able to stand up on stage, even if you're not feeling great, you know, or ready or prepared or whatever words you want to insert mm-hmm. that didn't make you feel ready. Because when you were on stage and me watching you, ignoring everything I know about you, mm-hmm. you looked comfortable like natural even the way you were playing with the microphone it felt natural so it's like you might have something here (laughs) thank you i will say yes oh next next to funny stuff next to funny stuff you have lots of funny stuff yeah (laughs) funny stuff comes easy for you oh yeah it just rolls off the tongue like a bird um Uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I do feel very comfortable on stage. And it has, I mean, it has often, my judgment of that is, this is a selfish act. This is a narcissistic act. You know what I mean? To be, to, to want to be on stage, to want to have attention and to take up space in this world. All right. (laughs) Just because you nail something on the head. (laughs) Exactly. Doesn't mean we're keeping it in the podcast. No, I, yeah. And, and also because my family is by and large, like hilarious, but no desire to be on stage. And so it definitely has felt like, you know, I'm the odd one out and I'm doing something that, that, you know, maybe they don't like. But it turns out mm-hmm. they've liked watching me on stage. It's just they always felt very scared for me because they would feel scared if they were on stage. This is a lot of family stuff. The whole point is I enjoy being on stage. Thank you for the compliment. I look forward to being on stage again. I think that's the main thing that came out of the stand-up for me was it was like, 
oh yeah, I want to do this again. Like it also doesn't feel so terrifying to get on stage again, you know? That's, and I'm, that's great. Yeah. And I'm kind of looking forward to my first bombing on stage because it really does feel like a duck to water when I'm performing, even if it goes terribly, I mm-hmm. don't care as much as in my that's day-to-day great. personal life. Yeah. Like that's, if I was in front fantastic. of somebody and I was bombing, it would feel way worse than in front of like, you know, the 15,000 people that I assume is going to be the minimum stage capacity for anyway, whatever the point is the <laughs> next thing that I want to do before our next episode, perfect seamless transition is also a stage thing. I want to apply to mortified. I have a stand up set that I wrote when I was 14 years old. I haven't really looked at it since. I know that it's just me basically borrowing the voice of all the different stand-ups that I thought were really cool at the time (laughs) because I was 14, had no life experience. So I'm sure it's terrible. But when I was reading the application, they're looking for like more stuff just in case the stuff that you bring isn't enough. And Mm. I realized that I had printed out every email during my freshman year of college. Whoa. It's like, okay, over the summer, you're not gonna have access to this email anymore. And we're just gonna like erase whatever is on there. So I, of course, panic, send every email to my mother who prints it all out at work. So there is a gigantic (laughs) stack of printed material that has not been gone through. So there's but. probably something mortifying in there. <laughs> I, I love that you were so comfortable in sending your emails to your mom oh, yeah. to have her print at work. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, to go into family stuff again, my mom and my sister and I are incredibly close and have an extremely honest relationship and kudos to my mother who basically set that tone since we were born and I let's just say I wouldn't have sent these emails to my father it's not (laughs) (laughs) I love my dad dearly and we also have a good relationship particularly now but at the time as a teenage girl I don't think nope (laughs) sending it to my dad would not have been the thing yeah also he would have been like why why are we printing out this you know makes no sense oh my god that's hilarious sorry i'm telling the audience this is hilarious (laughs) no to laugh now yes yes laugh now (laughs) now We, we have to pause for their laughter well, I and assume then we we're going to be using a laugh track and just, oh, yes. It's going to come in. <laughs> yes, the whole time. Yeah. What was the other part that we were supposed to do in the structure <laughs> of this podcast? Uh, we're on episode yeah. two. We um, are on episode two, and it is outline of the podcast, introductions, what happened. We talk about our goals, and then we outro out. So I'm working on podcast stuff for our podcast, Comically mm-hmm. Exposed. 
and I am going to work on my audio narrative series, fictional narrative series. I don't know, whatever I'm calling it. You said it. fictional audio series, but who am I to hold you? To I, the I think there's him? a better name, and I <laughs> and I might use it next time because I literally don't know or I don't remember what it was called. And the more I keep adding words to it, the longer <laughs> it becomes. Perfect. Okay, and then I am going to work on my Mortified application for the next two weeks, as well as I am doing the submitting of our Sketchfest application, and so that should be done either today or at latest tomorrow. I know, thrilling for Yay. all of our audience, but yeah. Yay. Okay, so yeah, we've stated our goals fun. for the next episode and mm -hmm. I think now is the time where we tell our audience to get lost and go have fun for a couple <laughs> of weeks <laughs> and try and, not to cry um, every day until our next episode. Yes. Yes. Because you miss us and um, we are your nourishment. <laughs> and the only thing Whatever that tethering means. you to this world. Yes. 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 We are, we are the light to, I don't know what? what I'm saying anymore. I think you can just I... leave it at we're on the light. Yeah. You know? We we are the light. We are the we light. Are the and light. that's how we're going to end every episode, including this one. So yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yes. See you next time. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the end of the show. This is Gabby Blackman. And this is Heather Nye. Thank you for listening to Comically Exposed. We're just a little show with two creators who edit and produce each episode. We appreciate all your support. If you liked what you heard, please follow us on Instagram at comicallyexp.podcast. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-L-L-Y-E-X-P.podcast. Or subscribe to us on Spotify. New episodes drop every other Wednesday. Also, special thanks to Track Club and Golden Finch for providing music. Thanks for listening, and hey, everybody, today is a great day to expose yourself. Okay, until next time, ta-ta for ta-da! Bye! Bye! Me! <laughs> <laughs>